Want to get seven streaming services for the price of one? Sign up for a smart bundle that'll stimulate your brain. Featuring Curiosity Stream with the best documentary films and TV shows, Nebula for thought-provoking content from your favorite creators, and One Day University with the best lectures from the country's top professors, and so much more. It's perfect for families with all kinds of interests and great content for kids. It also makes a perfect holiday gift. Now at 40% off, get all seven services for only $3.50 a month. Sign up now at SmartBundle.com. It's your girl, Carly. I'm a mama, educator, and all-around lover of life whose mission is to take some of the struggle out of parenting so you can live your best life. In the podcast, we dive deeper into the feminine world of motherhood, parenting, love, life, and business. It's a place where we can come together and love ourselves just a little more every day. I've got some tools, tricks, hacks, to bring some more ease and flow to your life. And yes, we get to all the juicy topics every goddess wants to know about. So come, free wild you. It's the goddess life made easy. Blessings and love going out to everybody out there. It's your girl Carly here again. Seems like I might've got lost for a minute, but I'm here, I'm back. And just happy to be here. Yes, it may have seemed like I went down the rabbit hole. Y'all didn't know where I went, <laughs> but I'm back. I managed to get out because, you know, that's what 20 is, 20 is all about. We're all about having to deal with change constantly. And I know you guys feel me. I'm just happy to be here. It's a blessing. And we're going to get ready to get into the indigenous takeover Yes, that's what 2020 should be named, Indigenous Takeover, okay? I'm going to tell y'all why. First of all, the month of November, which is now at the end, <laughs> but that's okay. We're going to keep the party going. Um, anyways, the month of November is Native American Heritage Month, if y'all didn't know. And so that is what we're going to talk about today how to bring native culture into your everyday life because this is very important and i'm speaking to you here y'all can't see me y'all might not know me but i am a typical white girl they might say <laughs> but i do have some indigenous roots and I really want to find out more about them. And we are going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. But first, what we're really going to focus on is how can we bring Native culture into our daily lives? Because this should be a normal part of our daily lives because we're dealing with a system of oppression and a system of white supremacy that is so ingrained in our culture, in the American culture, and a lot of the worldwide culture, that we haven't noticed it or didn't care to see it. Because for me, I know growing up, I saw it from a young age, back when um, I was very young, and we all, me and my sisters, all wanted to get American Girl doll dolls one year for Christmas, I think it was. And we all got to pick which one we wanted. And if you don't know American Girl, you probably do, but they, they take the girls' um, stories 
um, fictional stories, but based in certain time frame time periods of the U.S. So, of course, <laughs> if you know me at that young age, I picked Addie, who is the African American um, American doll, and. From a young age, because you know they come with books and you read history, and from a young age, I knew about all these things to do with slavery and racism. That's just one example. So from a young age, I was trying to find out the history. You know what I'm saying? And I even remember when this thing called e-racism came to our high school, I think it was, and... I had to buy the shirt and like, you know, e-racism was their slogan. And, you know, they were coming around to our school with a message. And so even back then, I knew that racism was still alive. I know a lot of people are just um, trying to figure out what they missed. But um, yes, it's been alive and well. And unfortunately, we had to see its ugly face (laughs) recently, which I am happy about. Okay, in a weird way, because it's bringing to light these things that uh, most white people have tried to sweep under the rug and pretend like there's no racism. So most people are waking up and I'm happy about that. Um, so now, what, how you can apply this to your daily life. So for me, this has been very easy for me to apply um, Native culture to my daily life because, um, first of all, my children are Black. And so that just gave me the motivation to look for Indigenous culture everywhere and everything since ever since. So now... What you have to do if you are trying to incorporate this into your daily life, because this can be a normal thing that you think about all the time, okay, that you can be aware of now. So maybe you weren't before, but now you know that you want to and that you can. So, And when I say Native life, Indigenous life, I'm not only talking about native peoples of America, but native peoples and indigenous peoples around the world, because there's a lot, and yes, including Africa, okay? (laughs) Indigenous people, folks, my black and brown brothers and sisters, our children need to know them and be exposed to them because the dominant white culture has not allowed that to come through. So, um... So let's go into a little bit of what you can do, okay? So you can support, of, co- of course, Black and Indigenous businesses, all right? Um, when you go to the stores, you can look for, for um, products that are, like I was saying, um, <clears throat> um, built by Black and Native um, peoples, and you can also look for characters because this was I look like uh, I look like this is what I look for. Although I don't like a lot of character clothing, but in you know it's out there. And if there's gonna be 
<laughs> clothing with characters that are white. Well, why can't we have black characters and native characters and all types? So it's really kind of depressing to see that in 2020, we still can't get that easily. But if you look for it and you ask for it, that will help the cause, okay? Because this is what I always do when I go in the store. I look for my black and brown <laughs> um, representation in clothing, in books, in toys, on TV, in music. Um, this is what I personally always am looking for because I want to have a great example to show my children that there's people that look like them that are at the forefront and everybody's, you know, it's just out there. Everybody's seeing it. Everybody's getting exposed to it and loving it because that, you know, all these children's things are made for, well, learning for fun. And, you know, we, we need our representation, <laughs> okay? <laughs> So, oh, and music too, of course. And um, I want to see, this is just my dream <laughs> and my hope for the future. I want to see more black and brown main characters, lead role characters in TV and mo uh, movies because they've gotten good at diversifying things and bringing in black and brown um side characters or whatever you call them, supporting roles. But we need to see more mainstream box office black roles. And so I was very happy to see this month got released on Netflix. This is just one example, but I want it to be more, okay? This is a good start <laughs> for the season anyways. Um, uh, it's a movie called Jingle Jangle, okay? Black main characters doing normal everyday things. It doesn't have to be so stereotypical like in the hood, um, all these things, okay? So Jingle Jangle is a holiday Christmas movie and y'all should check it out. It's got Felicia Rashad, okay? And we just loved it and I really loved it because of that. So <laughs> yay for Jingle Jangle. Um, what else? Oh, speaking of movies, rep representation in movies. One thing surprisingly, Disney did surprise me. You know we all love Disney, even though I, I hate on Disney. I have a love-hate relationship sometimes. But we love Disney, okay? We want to see them do better. So I'm going to give them props because in Frozen 2, yes, they brought in a Native American story, okay? And it wasn't the stereotypical story, okay? It showed how white people actually, and this, has, and this is like a true to life story, how they actually went back on their word and destroyed the native people of that land and destroyed not only the people, but their land um, by a corrupt deal. And then the guy, oh, spoiler alert, I don't wanna tell you too much, but <laughs> I'm sure Frozen 2 has long been out, so, you know. The chief dies and they give a dam as the gift and the dam's not really a gift. <laughs> and this is so true in real life. There's all these dams that have completely, completely destroyed native people and um, no one knows about it really. 
I mean, it's not really in the mainstream, but now even just having that in Frozen 2, like I was like, yay, I was like doing a freaking cheering, jumping jacks. Um, and just to show that in that perspective that and that it was wrong, you know? And another thing I'm happy to report is I keep hearing stories of like dams are actually coming down now. Have you heard about this? Like these dams that they've put up um, that are very, that have damaged not only the land, but the people, they're actually bringing them down sometimes um, in certain places. I, I'll have to put the links, maybe if I can find some and um, in the description, and then you can check out the story too, because I like to share positive stories and things that are moving us forward. <laughs> okay, yes, Native American Heritage Month. Now, Another thing you could always do is do your own research and get books. Go to the library, research these um, people that are out there that have been doing awesome things in the black and brown community. There's famous people that you probably don't even know about, but they're right there in front of your face, like um, Marcus Garvey, Haile Selassie, um, going back to ancient pe peoples, um, a famous princess of Africa that my daughter's reading about now is in Zynga. And so you can find so many things. Oh, I was going to tell you all, Kokomo, Kokomo, that's another brand. I'll link all these brands, a black-owned um, history. It's a subscription box, and we were using it last year. It was awesome, but now I think they're going virtual, so they're kind of on pause. But every month you would learn about a different... Um, black someone from black history like going far back to ancient cultures because we're doing ancient cultures studies for seventh grade have a seventh grader <laughs> and i'm not doing the typical ancient studies that you might see in schools because i feel they leave most everything important out and try to brainwash <laughs> try to brainwash our children into this white supremacy point of view. And so I really thought it was important for now, this is your first year of doing ancient cultures. Why don't we go back all the way to the real ancient culture, which is Africa? That's where the beginning of our culture came from. All right. So I just think that that's very important that we need to know that because growing up in school, we didn't learn that. Okay, and even to this day in the textbooks, there's like a tiny bit on Africa in the beginning because I read um, the beginning parts of the, you know, like the summary, um, the chapters and all these things in the beginning. Believe me, I didn't read the whole book, but um, I just said, this is crap because I had like a few pages on Africa. Then I want to go into Roman and Asia and um, the Neanderthals and all these things to confuse the thing, okay? <laughs> we need to focus back now on a strong foundation that original peoples came from Africa and let's learn more than a paragraph about them. So a whole last year we did Africa and this year we're doing ancient culture again too. We're doing Africa too and some other, um, some native cultures too. So it's very important. And so like I was saying, Kokomo, that's a good one. You can also just um, do your own research. That's what I've been doing. I have another blog I found because 
I've been doing some Charlotte Mason stuff. I don't even really know fully the full extent of Charlotte Mason. Um, uh, God, I just lost the word. Um, curriculum, if you want to call it. But I like the idea and principles of the living books, which are books that the children learn from actual um, books, of course, but not just like textbook style. These are like stories of people's life. And also, it could be all types of things that have to do with any of the subjects on learning. Anyways, I'm just starting out, but Heritage Mom, I will link her in the description. She is a black Charlotte Mason mom. And I think that's what you call them. <laughs> because when I was looking, because I started following this Charlotte Mason um, mom Facebook page, and I like I like the principles. Like it's about um, a lot about slowing down, making sure that you take care of um, not just not just the learning, but um, like everything is connected, like the mind, body, spirit, and you know, taking care of your house, taking care of yourself, how everything's so important, and um, like kids doing the chores, yes, important, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and um, getting in nature. So anyways, I said, I'm just gonna do a little more research on this, and so I found Heritage Mom blog because she found a lot of what they call them living books, but for black and brown children, okay, with a focus because Char Charlotte Mason was from like a long time ago, I think, <laughs> in England. So, of course, her framework is based on, you know, what she's experienced, where she lived, and she's white, okay? I like the ideas, but I also want to be able to expand on those and have resources to go to that my children can learn about black heritage and um, just black living books. So I found, a, she has a book list. It's really great. And then I found another book list um, page from another blog that does like the living book, Charlotte Mason style um, to supplement that. So I kind of like looked on both to get other subjects like math, science type stuff. Anyways, there's some awesome resources and you can totally use them to help bring native culture to your daily life because it's all about just being aware of it daily. It's a daily practice, okay? It's not just like something, like a subject, you learn about it for a little bit and then it goes away. No, this has to be part of our daily life so we can start the healing process and we can remember where we came from, okay? And we teach that to our children and show them that that's important because it's very important to me. And if you're here today, I'm hoping it's important to you too. So... um what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of some more resources that I go to. To If I think of them, I'll just put them in links. But another thing, um, this month we celebrated, and we celebrate different um, black and brown and native holidays or like we just, ha we just um, do a project about them. Like um, we were doing, oh, this was inspired by 
because see now the Charlotte Mason page that I said I follow, she now makes this monthly bundle and it's pretty cool, pretty awesome. I started subscribing in October and so she had the Cornhouse dolls, right? To make these Cornhouse dolls. And so what I do, I said, I'm going to do my research and see what the origins are because I feel like these are... These have native origins, even though she didn't talk about it in there. So you kind of got to do your own research. And turns out they did. I had my daughter research what it was about. She did a, um, like a little narration, just like a report oral on what she learned. She taught us about it and where it came from. And it was so interesting that we could like dive deeper into where these came from. And so then I said, we're going to go deeper into that. We're going to try and get some books from the library and... Um, also in the bundle, it was about, um, she had a moon, like tracking the moon. So you can see these on my Instagram page. I've been, um, it's the Heartfulness Project. Go there, link's in the description. And you can see, like I've been starting to post these cool activities that we've done. So we tracked the moon. And then I got this book that was like 13, um, 13 moons, 13 moons on turtle's back. Native and it had Native American stories about the 13 moons of the year. So that was really cool too. I loved it. And um, so you can do these things to bring in Native cultures, like do your own research. Even though the Charlotte Mason bundle didn't specifically have that, I went out to make it my point to say this is important and we're going to bring it in and apply it to our studies. So, and it's fun, okay. And then uh, there was this, recipe that we found she has these other cards this is another resource i'll link to barefoot books um they have these cards and it's like a card deck and has different activities from around the world different cultures and so i saw one in there that had um that had a recipe Oh, for three sister soup. So this tied into not just only the harvest, you know, because it's like a um, it has squash and corn uh, in it. So it tied into the season, but it also has a history of the um, Odinoshone people, and they would always make this three sister soup with corn squash and beans and she also because she loves to cook and then she could also learn because we're also learning plant science um life science <laughs> uh, this this year so it's tied into learning about how these it was really cool how they plant these three sisters which is the crop where they plant the squash around and the corn in the middle and then the beans around the corn so the beans kind of grow up onto the corn so they don't need like something to grow on and they all work together the squash did something else i can't remember but um yeah this is what native peoples learned how to use these three plants together and make them all work together and grow together and help each other so that was really awesome so things like that um you can bring into the everyday learning and just go deeper uh, so we did that, and then, like I said, the moons. Um, what else now? Oh, I was going to tell you, this month we also celebrated, we're not only celebrating um, all Native Indigenous peoples, but interesting fact, <laughs> 
Haile Selassie and Empress Men. And if you don't know about them, it's probably because we are in a whitewashed society and you never got to learn about them. But they they are awesome and they got crowned on the same day uh, of Ethiopia. Obviously, let me backtrack because I don't these get... <laughs> so he was emperor and empress of Ethiopia, okay? And did you know, this is why your children should know about Ethiopian Haile Selassie. One reason, because Ethiopia is the only country in Africa that has never been colonized, okay? So I think that is really freaking awesome and cool, and you should learn more. And Haile Selassie and Empress Menin, they were the first people to be crowned and have a coronation on this at the same time, same day. And so that is celebrated every um, November 2nd to celebrate that balance and that unity and strength. And it's really cool just to learn about them from a historical perspective because they you know, our African royalty and even Queen of England would come and see them. And, you know, they had so much um, power and influence of their time that it's sad that not a lot of people know about, know about them. So we need to do research. And it's a good example because children are always learning about, oh, the royal family's this and the royal family's that. Well, there's... African royal families too and they can look to them they can look at their pictures they got the crowns they got the royal robes it's good for our children to see examples of that that aren't white so that's very important to me and also in the Rasta community of course um, Emperor's Men and Haile Selassie of course are very important so you can do more research into that too and I just wanted to mention that because yay for them and give thanks. <clears throat> now, what else? We're going to, oh, here's a tip. <laughs> when you are going and getting all this information, remember to check your source. Try and get the most direct source you can from native indigenous peoples. This is so important because we want their stories. We want to hear the stories and get the knowledge from them, not like through a second hand source. So please check your source. And that, that is very important. Um, what else? What else? Of course, YouTube, great resource for videos. You can get do some more research. Please remember this, support, support, support your black indigenous native peoples, whether it's they have a business or they don't have a business. Help them in some way. If you are white, you got a white privilege. Not to say everybody that's white is rich, that's not what that means. But you have a certain privilege that you have to be aware of, and most of you are aware of it now. So. If you have a friend that you truly love and you care about, help them. Help them. Because you can't do it when you're gone or when they're gone. Help them now when they need it. All right? Because they do. So please support. Give them that support and that strength. 
that they need. It could be a multitude of ways that you could do it, but just think of them and think, how can I help? Because it's not just all about hope, helping people in need, like the homeless people or whosoever. Help your friends too. Help your family. They need it too. All right? That's my PSA for today. Before we go on, let's... I think it's more than halfway through, okay? But we're going to give our halfway through shout out, all right? So what I want y'all to do is if you can, go, if you're loving the the podcast, go and rate me. It takes two seconds. Rate me five stars. You can even um, write a review if you want, but that will help get the podcast out to more people. And so they can see us, yay, because, you know, we're just starting out a little podcast here. Um, that would be so awesome. And I will give you a shout out. I will send you something, okay? <laughs> so back to the program. I was going to tell you guys a little bit about me and my personal life and my personal ties to Native and Indigenous people. So... Growing up, I grew up in the area of Ukiah, and the people there are Pomo. So we all, um, well, most of the people, we had a lot of um, exposure to Native people. I mean, there's still, it's still a small community there, but over time, you know, they're part of the community. We have the reservation there. We have always at any events throughout the year there's usually all the always the pomo dancers are there we have the there's an awesome like grace hudson museum that has awesome things there and also my middle school the our middle school of <laughs> ukiah pomolita named from that um from the pomo people and so growing up i always knew and maybe it was just me maybe everybody else just um just didn't really pay that much attention. But I know for me, I always paid attention to that. I wanted to know more and learn more. And, you know, any Native friends I had, or I would just try to learn from them, you know. So that's one tie. And I had a lot of respect for Native people, you know. That's my tie to them through um, my childhood. And then also in my family, my stepmom and my sisters, of course, and my um, abuelo are all native, and they are Tongva. Come to find out, I never knew this growing up. You know, I didn't know as much. You know, because we never really talked about it that much. But you know, they're just part of the family, and I know that you know abuelo's native. Abuela's from Mexico, probably has native too, but. Um, that's just something that we always know. And as I got older, I, I wanted to know more like about the history and the native culture. And so the Tongva people are very near and dear to my heart because that's part of my family, you know. And um, they and the Tongva people, if you don't know, are, the, uh, are in the L.A. area. And they also call them Gabrielino because that was the um, Spanishified version <laughs> of their name but I like to call it go back you know to their what they would call themselves which was Tongva which is Tongva I should say 
And um, so, yeah, that's just another little connection there. And I also have made some jewelry with these names because I, I like to keep the names going and active. And so I named some of my jewelry inspired by these tribes. Like I have a Pomo necklace. I have a Tongva necklace. So now here's where it gets interesting when it comes to my family. You know, I never knew of any native roots in my family tree, but you know, my mom, she loves to find out her DNA and like find out the history where our family is from and because we never really knew too much about our family history on that side. So come to find out we have Shinnecock native roots in our family um, through all this DNA stuff that they do. <laughs> so we recently found out this or she shared it with me recently. And I thought, well, that's cool because um, I never knew that. I never grew up, you know, with that. But I think it's cool to know that I do have Shinnecock roots and that it's important, even though I don't know, you know, I never grew up Shinnecock and was exposed to that, that I want to find out more. I want to do more research, find out all as much as I can about um, the history there because um, it was, a, I guess it was a great, great, great grandmother. can't remember how many greats um, on our side that was Shinnecock, but, and because I was struggling to like figure out what can I do with this information, you know, how can I like, you know, cause I can't say, oh, I'm native and hey, represent native. <laughs> cause if you look at me, you see, I'm just, I just look white, but and I was looking because I started following the Shinnecock Facebook page and I started following um, this awesome Shinnecock native um, native woman on there. What's her name? I'm going to link her. Uh, Andrina Wenkintosh. Yes. So and it's crazy because, OK, the Shinnecock are in a famously rich area. And so they've made the news quite recently because um, they have this billboard, like electrical billboard representing for Shinnecock. And because of the area that it's in, they've been having people try to take it down and all these, the white supremacy things. So it actually made the... Um, what is it? Uh, the Daily Show. The Daily Show. Is it The Daily Show? God, I can't even think right now. Um, with Trevor Noah, though. And he had a whole thing about it. They went out there to interview them. It was hilarious. You should Google it. Um, but what was I saying? Um, so, yeah, I was looking to to them to see like, where can I go with this? What should I do? And when I went to Andrina's page, it was awesome because I, she had one post that was talking about, um, um, what to do, you know, if you do, you know, you do have native roots and, you know, you never grew up native, what should you do, you know? And she was just like, you should, research their story because these are your ancestors and their stories 
deserve to be heard and or something to that matter. And I was like, yeah, I, I dig that. I can relate to that. I can do that, you know? And just like I'm saying, uh, with the indigenous takeover, that's, this is how you can bring it to your everyday life, in your children's life, in your life, just having the focus. It just takes a shift in your focus to look at things a new way. And when you're out and about in the world, when you're at home, when you're doing anything you're doing, you can say, how can I go deeper and show my child the indigenous story and how it relates to, to anything, science, music, art, um, social studies, of course, um, language arts. It can relate to so many things. You just have to be there to be that guiding light to to help them. And you're going to learn a lot along the way. You're going to be teaching your children, but you're going to be learning too. So, oh, and I was going to say the, the Shinnecock, um, they're in New York, Long Island, and it's the... Um, the Hamptons, the Hamptons. I couldn't think of the word. Yes, y'all, the Hamptons. Okay, so you know these white people are trying to fight them because of the Hamptons. <laughs> All right. So big up the Shinnecock Nation. Big up Andrina and everybody out there. And the interesting part is the Shinnecock have a lot of black natives, which I never knew a lot about. But I thought that was freaking awesome too, because she black, she native. She both. She's one. She's not either one, just like we all are. We're not just split into all these parts. We're just who we are. <laughs> okay. But um, but yes, what else? What else? There's so much. I'm, I'm, I'm making a long podcast today here, folks, because there's just so much I could keep talking about. And that's why I call it the Indigenous Takeover. We are taking back the history and it's in our hands to teach ourselves and our children. It's not anybody else's job, y'all. It's not. It's our job. The knowledge is out there. We're in 2020. You can Google any living thing and find the direct source. Watch videos of the direct source. Watch people speaking about their own experience. There's so much things. You could just go crazy if you want to, like I do sometimes. <laughs> go crazy with it. All right. And hold the space and hold the place for our indigenous native peoples because just like with Thanksgiving, okay, if, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, at least give it give it the life that it deserves tell the true story of what really happened every thanksgiving tell what really happened do your research find out and show your children that you know and you're passing the knowledge on to them and um that will not only help them but it will help all of us it'll help our world heal we need a healing and we have to be the ones to, to start doing it, okay? Because the system is not broken. It's, it's doing exactly what it was made to do, okay? So we, have, we, we can't fix the system. We need to make a new system, <laughs> all right? So bring, and, and bring Native culture to your life like it's an everyday thing. That's what I'm trying to stress, the most important thing. It's not something exotic. It's not something sensationalized. It's just going to be part of our life 
from now on is a part of our life. We're going to find out about Native and Indigenous cultures all around the world because there are Black Indigenous tribes all around the world. Hmm, bet you didn't know that, but there is. So get out there, find them, and share it. And it's normal because they're just like us. Native peoples are just like us. We are, we are one and we are individual. We can be both, yes. And we do the same normal things. We all do the same normal things. And I want to see that. I want to see that everywhere. Like, we don't always have to see the black people struggling in the movies and the slavery times. We can see them doing normal things and magical things, like in the movie I was talking about, Jingle Jangle. I want to see my black and native and brown and indigenous people striving and thriving and being freaking awesome as much as they want to be. We don't always have to see these slavery movies, which is important, yes, but there's a point where we're like, okay, is that all black people are? No, we want to see all the multifaceted sides. We want to see every single side that you can think of. <laughs> all right, so with that being said, we are just going to go on to our card reading. We give thanks to everyone here, to our ancestors that have brought us this far. And I want to do a card reading for y'all like I do every time before we get out this piece, okay. <laughs> and let's see, which one are we going to do? <laughs> we are going to do the Goddess Guidance Oracle cards, I believe. And I'm just going to shuffle them. And I'm going to say, what is it? that we need to know right now for everybody. What do we need to know? And let's see what message we get here. I'm just happy to be doing my podcast. It's a nice feeling. I love talking to y'all. Okay, we got Artemis. You and your loved ones are safe and spiritually protected. So she's a guardian. And I feel like I got her recently in one of our other episodes. Um, so a she, and she's got there's a picture here of a fire and she's like holding a bow and arrow. Shout out to all my fellow Sagittarius. It's Sagittarius season. OK. Um, yes, I'm December Sagittarius, and I love it. <laughs> okay, and we are fire signs, so that I related to that fire in the picture, too. Um, so are this what the message from Artemis says. Like me, you have a sacred mission to spread love and light, yet this isn't a position that comes from tension or worry. Instead, the gentle essence of a joyful heart and light-hearted laughter sets your power into motion. Why would there be any tension in your mind or system unless you believe that you are somehow unsafe? And how could you be unsafe when you've called upon the spiritual warriors to watch over you? 
Your prayers have activated the flawless protections of heaven. So ease your mind of all cares and concerns and concentrate instead upon your holy mission. That's a good message. So there could be various meanings of this card. So now the first thing that comes to your head when I'm reading it, that's how it applies to you. Just know that. So here are the various meanings. The angels are watching over you and your family. Your future is safe and secure. All your needs are being met and always will be. The worst is now behind you. So that's good. I love that. <laughs> and this reminds me a lot of the first chakra. She's a guardian. She's making sure you're safe and secure. Now, Artemis is the Greek goddess. Artemis is the twin sister of Apollo, the sun god. She's a powerful tomboyish goddess who prefers to spend her time in the woods with wild animals. Artemis has carried a bow and arrow ever since they were given to her in childhood, yet she never uses them to hurt anything. Rather, the energy of her bow and arrow is a talisman that helps her focus her thoughts and intentions, and she always reaches the mark of her manifestations. Artemis helps us concentrate and focus as well. She offers protection to all who call upon her, especially women and children. So that's good. Love that. And now if you're wondering, yes, the goddess cards. Because you might say Artemis, that's um, Greek mythology. So don't you want us to learn about indigenous mythology? Yes, yes, I do, of course. <laughs> um, but why I focus on African, indigenous, native cultures first is because we have so much exposure in our um, regular white culture, everyday Americanized culture. Uh, we have exposure to all these things like the Greek gods and it's mainstream. It's not like the other native and... Um, African and indigenous cultures around the world that we don't have exposure mainstream to. So I actually like them all and I think they all fit in there somewhere. And so like, I, this is just a side note because these are goddess guidance oracle cards and the reason why I picked them, even though she had to go and put the white goddess on the front of the card deck, I don't like that, um, on the book anyways, but on the card deck, it's just a crown on all the card backs. But the reason I do love these cards is because they are very diverse. They have goddesses from all over the world, from India, Hawaii, Africa, um, of course, Europe, Middle East. Um, I'm just scrolling through them now from um, China, more Africa. So... I love them because, um, here's from Native America. I just love them because it's got a good mix, okay? And that was just a side note since it's all about the indigenous takeover. I really do need to get like a full-on indigenous card deck though. Um, that is one of my next purchases, so stay tuned. And yes, we are here. I'm grateful for y'all tuning in and being with me on this journey because I love it. Still doing the Heartfulness Project for the children. And check out that. I always say um, 
lifeloveaction.com is the website. Heartfulness Project on IG is the link. And also on Facebook, Heartfulness Project. You just put it in the search. You should find it. Find me there. Follow me. Hang out with me. I would love to connect with you and just keep the movements going forward. I'm so excited about what's to come and I can't wait to share it with you all. And I just really give thanks and I'm just, I don't know why I'm so thankful this episode. Is it Thanksgiving? (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Burn Thanksgiving. (laughs) But I like the food though. I mean, we are vegan, but those mashed potatoes and mac and cheese though, I still got to have it in the pumpkin pie, okay? So to everything, there's layers. Nothing is nothing to me is black and white. There's always many facets to explore because just like how I can like Disney and not like Disney, I have the freedom to do that. I can like what I want to like. I like certain parts of it and not like the other part. I can burn Thanksgiving, as we say, and don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving, but still like the food. I can do that because we're, we can be free. I'm all about being free. So remember, as long as you do it with respect, respect our indigenous people, as long as you do that with respect, you're not going to have a problem. Teach your children what's really going on and you're not going to have a problem. All right. Love y'all. And guess what? I'm going to see y'all real soon because I said I was going to do two episodes because, you know, I went to one episode a month. That's what I'm doing. But this month, since I missed last month, I'm going to do two bonus episodes for you. And then we'll go back to our regular scheduled program. So tune in. We're going to have another episode to squeeze out on the very last day of November. Yes, I'm a procrastinator if you didn't know. That's just part of me and my little Sagittarius vibe. But anyways, rambling on. Love y'all. See y'all next time. Don't say goodbye when you can connect with me on so many other platforms. Go to my website, lovelifeaction.com forward slash free hyphen download for your free gift. It's the natural consequences made easy pocket cheat sheet. It's what every parent needs in their back pocket. And find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all under Afikari Life. That's A F k-a-r-i life and if you love the show remember to subscribe rate and give us a review so that more mamas can find us peace love and the abundance of all good things